Hello, hello, and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Thursday, October 19th, and I hope that you, yes you, are having a wonderful day. Now, if this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome to the show. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. But we do have a new episode every day. Yes, you heard that right, every day. No, it does not include weekends. We are only Monday through Friday, which is still pretty good. I mean, that's five days. Five days out of the week, five out of seven, take the weekends off. Not too bad. Now, the trick with Monday through Friday is that each day gets progressively harder. So, of course, today's Thursday, which means today it was going to be relatively hard, at least in terms of our scale. But if you find this episode to be a bit too challenging, I still think you should listen to it. I still think you should listen to tomorrow's Friday episode as well. You never know. You might have a good time. On the other hand, if you find this Thursday episode, this relatively hard episode to be a bit too simple, well, tune in tomorrow because Friday's going to make it a little bit harder. Now, without any further delay, without any further preamble, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. What vanilla cream product was invented by Chicagoan Jimmy Dewar when he worked as a manager at Hostess in 1930? And the answer there is Twinkies. A Twinkie is an American snack cake described as, quote, golden sponge cake with a creamy filling. It was formerly made and distributed by Hostess Brands, but Twinkies were invented on, the April, on April 6th, 1930, by Canadian-born baker James Alexander Dewar for the Continental Baking Company in Schiller Park, Illinois. When James realized that several machines that were then used for cream-filled strawberry shortcakes, they sat idle when strawberries were out of season, Dewar conceived a snack cake filled with banana cream, which he dubbed the Twinkie. Richie Koff said that he came up with the name when he saw a billboard in St. Louis for Twinkle Toe Shoes. So that is the Twinkie created by Jimmy Dewar in 1930. Matter of fact, I just had a Twinkie recently. I don't think I'd had one for probably about 20 years. Uh, Someone bought some Twinkies recently. I had one. It holds up. It holds up. I can see how they... You can't eat those every day. That that might be too much. But, uh, yeah, I I, I forgot how good those were. In any case, if you eat a Twinkie anytime soon, you can thank Jimmy Dewar for that one. Moving on to question number two. What is the name of the first human civilization? And the answer there is Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia is a historical region of West Asia, situated within the Tigris and Euphrates River system in the northern part of the Fertile Crescent. Today, Mesopotamia occupies modern Iraq. The Sumerians and Akkadians, uh, which at the time included Assyrians and Babylonians, each originating from different areas, dominated Mesopotamia from the beginning of recorded history, which was roughly 3100 BC, and Mesopotamia is the site of the earliest developments of the Neolithic Revolution from around 10,000 BC. 
it has been identified as having, quote, inspired some of the most important developments in human history, including the invention of the wheel, the planting of the first cereal crops, and the development of the cursive script, mathematics, astronomy, and agriculture, end quote. So, widely recognized as the first human civilization, at least in recorded history, that was Mesopotamia. Question number three. What 2011 Chris Brown song, featuring the rapper Lil Wayne, became a hit? Look at me now. Look at me now. Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Remember that one? That song is Look At Me Now. Look At Me Now is a song by American singer Chris Brown featuring fellow American rappers Lil Wayne and Busta Rhymes. They released it as a second single from Brown's fourth studio album, Fame, on February 1st, 2011. Critical reception towards the song was positive, where critics noted it as a standout track on the album and praised Busta Rhymes and Lil Wayne's rap verses. Look At Me Now proved to be successful in the United States, where it reached number six on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, making it Brown's highest chart position since Forever in 2008. Another good song. Forgot about that one, too. Look At Me Now, I remember that one. I was in high school when that came out. I remember at the time it was uh, quite impressive if people were able able to memorize and rap along, especially to Busta Rhymes' verse, which was incredibly fast. I was never one to be able to memorize it, but I had some friends that was able to get through the whole thing. It was a pretty good song. So, 2011, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes. That song is Look At Me Now. Question number four. In the comics, who is the first Avenger to quit the team? And the first Avenger to leave the Avengers was the Hulk. The Avengers are a team of superheroes appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics, created by writer-editor Stan Lee and artist-co-plotter Jack Kirby. The team made its debut in The Avengers No. 1, which came out in September of 1963. Labeled Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the original Avengers consisted of Iron Man, Ant-Man, Hulk, Thor, and the Wasp. Captain America was discovered trapped in ice in issue number four and joined the gang after they revived him. Hulk eventually left the group because deep down he recognized that he was a threat to everyone he loved on Earth. Quite sad. Quite sad for him to have to leave the group. But anyway, that's the Hulk. He was the first one to quit the Avengers. Now, perhaps they have that in the movies. I'm actually not a big Marvel movie fan. I haven't seen probably the last five or six or maybe even ten that came out. So maybe it's in the movies, but at the very least, it's certainly in the comic books. Moving on to question number five. 
How long do elephant pregnancies last? Now, quick caveat here. I know this is a numerical question that you might have to guess. So I'm going to have, uh, if you're within two months, okay, and that's a hint. It, uh, the answer here I'm going to give you is, is in months. So if it's within two months, then I, I would say you can get the answer, okay? So how long do elephant pregnancies last? Give me your best guess in months. Okay, got your best guess. The answer there is 22 months. Okay, so if you guessed 20, 21, 22, dead on, good job. 23 or 24, I would give it to you. Now, I couldn't find much interesting information about elephant gestation periods. It's not necessarily a interesting topic to talk about or to learn about. So I decided to share a few other animals' gestation periods instead. Uh, now these are in days, and these are averages. These are not exact, of course. So we started off with elephants, which is 22 months. The average there is about 655 days. Uh, compare that to elephant shrews, where the gestation period is 46 days. So nearly 600 day differences there. A hippopotamus is 237 days. Humans are 270. Horses are 336. Kangaroos are 42. A domestic mouse is 19. And a sperm whale is 535 days. So elephants, um, I think the longest that I could find of gestation periods, at 22 months. Moving on to question number six. What was the first planet to be discovered using a telescope? Now, if you're taking a guess here, technically you only have one out of seven guesses. There's eight planets. One of them's Earth. I hope you didn't guess Earth. No, that one was not discovered by a telescope. So out of the other seven, you have a pretty good chance at guessing it. The answer there is Uranus. Uranus is the seventh planet from the sun. It is a gaseous cyan ice giant. Most of the planet is made of water, ammonia, and methane in a supercritical phase of matter, which in astronomy is called ice or volatiles. Like the classical planets, Uranus is visible to the naked eye, but it was never recognized as a planet by ancient observers because of its dimness and slow orbit. Sir William Herschel first observed Uranus on the 13th of March, 1781, leading to its discovery as a planet, expanding the known boundaries of the solar system for the first time in history and making Uranus the first planet classified as such with the aid of a telescope. So, first one to be discovered by a telescope, once again, that is Uranus. Now, in all of that description, there are many, many jokes that could be made there, but I'm sure we were all very mature. We were only thinking about the planet Uranus, right? Good. Well, let's move on to question number seven. For what movie did Tom Hanks score his first Academy Award nomination?
Now, keyword here is first nomination. So it was when he was a little bit younger, and that movie was big. Actor, director, producer, and screenwriter Tom Hanks has been honored with numerous awards and nominations, including two consecutive Academy Awards for Best Actor for Philadelphia, 1993, and Forrest Gump in 1994. He is one of two actors to receive them consecutively, the other being Spencer Tracy. But before all of that, he made his breakthrough in Penny Marshall's Big in 1988, for which he earned an Academy Award for Best Actor nomination. So that was uh, Tom Hanks, probably one of the best, well, probably one of the greatest actors of our time. I would, I would probably argue. I think that's a fair argument to make. Tom Hanks got his first Academy Award nomination in big. Moving on to question number eight. What is the name of the royal family's castle in Scotland? Shout out to everyone in Scotland, and I'm sure most people in the UK, you probably all know the answer to this question, but us here in the United States, it's not something we typically know. The name of that royal family's castle in Scotland is Balmoral Castle. Balmoral Castle is a large estate house in Aberdeenshire, Scotland, and a residence of the British royal family. The estate and its original castle were bought from the, ready for this name, Farquharson family in 1852, by Prince Albert the Queen, the husband of Queen Victoria. Soon afterwards, the house was found to be too small, and the current Balmoral Castle was commissioned. The Balmoral Estate has been added to by successive members of the royal family, and now covers an area of approximately 50,000 acres. That's roughly 20,000 hectares. It is a working estate, including grouse moors, forestry and farmland, as well as managed deer herds, highland cattle, sheep, and ponies. Sounds like a pretty great place. I would love to go hang out there. Go hunt some grouse, ride some horses, look at some deer, 50,000 acres to explore. As a matter of fact, I saw a video recently. Uh, the King Charles, I think is his name, if I'm not mistaken. King Charles was just out for a hike in that area by himself, and two mountain bikers were out. They ran into the king. Isn't that something? Going out, Go out for a bike ride with your friend out on the mountain and... Who do you run into? You run into the, the King of England. That's quite something. In any case, all the way up there, middle of nowhere, Scotland, too. It's way far north. It's quite impressive. But that, uh, that castle is called Balmoral Castle. Question number nine. What sport did Fred Perry play? And the answer there is tennis. He was a tennis player. Frederick John Perry was a British tennis and table tennis player and former world number one from England who won 10 majors, including eight Grand Slam tournaments and two Pro Slams single titles, as well as six major double titles. Perry won three consecutive Wimbledon championships from 1934 to 1936 and was world amateur number one tennis player during those three years. 
Prior to Andy Murray in 2013, Perry was the last British player to win the Men's Wimbledon Championship in 1936 and the last British player to win a men's single Grand Slam title until Andy Murray won the 2012 Open. Which really surprised me, actually. I was surprised to hear that uh, that a British player hadn't won in that long of time. That's quite surprising to me. Now, I was curious to know a little bit more about his table tennis playing career. Looked into it a little bit. After he retired from tennis, he was evidently just bored and decided to give table tennis a try. And apparently, he was quite good. He actually competed in uh, in some world championship somewhere. I think it's said that he got fourth place. So, not bad. Apparently, it transitions pretty well. So, that was Frederick John Perry, a.k.a. Fred Perry, the tennis player. Moving on to our last question of the day. Question number 10. What TV show had the most streaming views on Netflix in 2021? And the answer there might surprise you a little bit, certainly surprised me. It is Criminal Minds. In 2021 on Netflix, Criminal Minds, the crime drama procedural that aired on CBS from 2005 to 2020, scored as the most viewed TV show among U.S. streaming platforms tracked by a company called Nielsen. The 12 seasons of Criminal Minds, available on Netflix, registered an estimated 33.9 billion minutes. You want to hear that number again? 33.9 billion minutes watched in 2021 by American viewers. Now, I was thinking about this because, of course, there are are plenty of shows that got popular, right? I mean, I think Squid Games was maybe on Netflix. Uh, Let's see, there's Stranger Things. I think that was on Netflix as well. So I was trying to think why Criminal Minds, but I think the answer to that is just that it has so many seasons, it was so popular, a lot of people, a lot of different people like it. I mean, I didn't watch any of the shows I just listed, including Criminal Minds, but I guess it just branches out to wider audiences. Something you can put on while you're folding laundry. You don't really have to pay attention. So, in any case, 2021, Netflix, Criminal Minds, most watched show on Netflix. So that will conclude this round of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be a bit too simple, tune in tomorrow. We're going to make it even harder on Friday. It's going to be a fun day. Speaking of fun, if you found this episode to be a bit too hard today, I think you'll have fun tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a fun episode. We're going to try to bring some fun, creative questions for you, so I think you should tune in anyway. I want to thank all of you for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.